adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. Welcome to The Nerdy Old Men Podcast. The greatest nerd, geek, and pop culture podcast in history. With your host, Redneck Wes. He keeps screwing up, people. And that old bald man, Chad. Come on, man. This is a fun place. Don't be a Come up. Let's do this. Leroy Leroy Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) If you people out there know what that is, we can be friends. If you know, you know. (laughs) If you know, you know. Well, 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 here we are again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah some uh, scheduling conflicts. I had to uh, to work uh, on a Friday, which is unusual uh, for my job, but uh, I had to work, so we're recording on Friday night, uh, and uh, that's why Wes is at home, and I'm here, and here we are again. Yeah. So. But I tell you what, I uh, we were talking a little bit. Uh, beforehand about some neat stuff i uh i purchased uh some files uh for some alternate sculpt stormtroopers for star wars legion that happened to be the night troopers from ahsoka <laughs> and they look cool and i sent them to wes and wes printed them on the resin printer and he says that they're awesome they they turned out really nice uh shout out to the uh the guy that you you got those from me. Did a really good, really good job yeah, on the model themselves. But uh, I really like it when things are pre-supported because that makes life so much easier. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that they they snapped off the sports and didn't leave any divots, right? Uh, and that's is really nice. That, that's Skull Forge Studios is who I got those from. Uh, man, they're they're super cool. I was really impressed. I can't wait so. to sub them out as some alternate sculpts with my with my <laughs> armor because that's so cool. And speaking of, I needed some gold because if you watched Ahsoka, you know the uh, all the repairs. Okay, wait, 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 before we get into it, man. Well, I, I mean, well, now, now yeah, but the well, I guess okay, yeah, there will be spoilers ahead. I gotta throw that out there, even for the minor thing, because as Star Wars fans, we know how violent we can become. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? So, so the Night Troopers uh, and the Chimera, the damage on it seems to be repaired in gold. Uh, yes, it does. So I needed to get some gold. Did I have any gold? Believe it or not, I had like bronze, dragon bronze, and some other stuff. So went down to Sci-Fi City to play some Legion this past week. Uh, lost a game to Mitch. Um, got a brand new list that I'm playing. Made some alterations on it. It was a really fun game. I didn't pull out the W, but uh, I'm excited about the list. So that out of the way, I um, purchased a little. It's a little bitty bottle of D and D prismatic paint. Uh, this is in polished gold. Uh, it's from WizKids. Has a D and D brand on an ampersand and all that. Um, I've never used this before. Uh, now that I'm looking at the package, it is a Vallejo paint. Oh, okay. Ah, now, I have okay. U- I have used Vallejo quite often. I got, yes. I got a fair amount of Vallejo over there. Uh, in particular, that's actually all of my airbrush paint is Vallejo. So I'm excited to use this. This will be fun once I get the uh, models from from the Redneck. And uh, I'm excited about that, man. really am. I think it's going to be wicked, wicked cool. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was thrilled with how well they came off the... Yeah. Printer. Yeah, um, it's so much. It's so much cooler I, I, I when you get something like that. And yeah. I'm like, hey man, I'm so excited about <laughs> these pictures. I said, you don't do you just don't do them justice, right? So uh, we weren't able to get them to him 
today, but hopefully sometime right. next week I'll yeah. get those to him and he can get those painted up. Maybe oh, he'll put I'm some excited. pictures on, yeah, the, uh, on be, the Instagram. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really, really neat. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, we, we played the spoiler alert. So we're going to uh, we're going to talk a little Ahsoka today. Um, yeah. We're both, both caught up on it, and uh, you know we like to do reviews every now and then. So again, uh, if you haven't watched it, then you might want to not listen to this week's episode until you watch Ahsoka. Uh, yeah. So so we're going to talk a little bit about it and kind of what we think and stuff like that. So. Um, I, I kind of start out by saying, and I know I've mentioned it before, I was a big Clone Wars fan, Clone Wars cartoon, but an even bigger uh, Rebels uh, animated series fan. Loved, loved Rebels. And uh, everybody knows I'm a huge Grand Admiral Thrawn fan. And to be able to have all of the all the Rebels characters um, and, and, well, and Thrawn obviously is sort of a Rebels character since he was in the show at the end, all in live action, I was just, I was all about, you know, super excited about that. And overall, man, I, I, I think this show is among the best Star Wars I've ever seen. And I really mean it. Wes? Not, not having watched Clone Wars or Rebels, uh, but I read a lot of the books, so that's that's the Thrawn that I know, uh, and that was one of the characters I, I could not wait to see in live action because in the books he is just he's amazing, um, and I, I guess what really kind of for me, uh, I wasn't just fanboying over oh finally Ahsoka got a series you know, that I wasn't, I didn't follow that part of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, everything I know about Ahsoka is uh, from what's been in live action that, you know, Favreau and Filoni have done uh, with Rosario, you know, as, as oh, yes, Ahsoka. Yeah. So that, that's the only Ahsoka I know, so I don't have anything to, to go off of. And I've really enjoyed it. Um, but for me, I was I was more interested in, in Balin's character. I was with Ahsoka. Well, I, I don't I, know. I, and I, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I'm just saying as a, as the show overall. I was yeah, and as the show overall, uh, I put it up there. Um, I put it up there with the, the first season, first two seasons of The Mandalorian. Yep. yep. I mean, because I really enjoyed those uh, because you know the Mandalorian had a Western feel to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like that. Um, with with this one, you kind of get, and I know we'll get into it a little bit later, but you kind of get that that wandering samurai, which you know uh, Lucas built a lot of Star Wars off of uh, of movies like that. Well, you know, like it, samurai. You're, you're absolutely right, and. When it comes, I know to, I'm right. Yeah, when it comes to Jedi and stuff like that, <laughs> but is is you know, and I think it was the last episode. Yeah, when Thrawn so eloquently and chill hails uh, a yeah, he's ship like and said, "Yeah, and he's talking <laughs> mad shit," and 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 he and he goes, you know, being uh, you know something to About the fact, yeah. So this is a perfect place for a Ronin like you. So it yeah. throws in that samurai, a Ronin being a samurai without a master. Yeah. And she and, is yeah. a Jedi without a master. And um, that was a I mean that Thrawn has in in the in the newer the new books of Thrawn and then Rebels, he's uh he he can give those backhanded freaking shots, man. Just as sly as can be. And I and I thought that was really cool. But it's it's been you know, it's been a series that I can enjoy without knowing all of the backstories from, from those other two shows from, from Clone Wars and Rebels. But yeah. I'm sure that if I had followed all that, all the little, cause I can tell 
you know how you can tell when things are Easter eggs, even though you're not sure. Yes. Like there's something you're like, you, you notice it, but you're like, I don't understand the significance of it. Right. But you can tell they were uh, there, but they, but you can tell they're peppered through the whole. Right. And it's done stuff. and it's done so well that you really don't have to have watched those other shows to be able yeah. to, to get it. Um, and you sent me that, that reel an Instagram reel earlier, uh, from screen crush. And I watched yeah. that. I watched that guy. Me and Abby, we watched that. My daughter, we watched that guy's uh, um, videos after every episode of every Star Wars show, and he does Marvel also. Um, mm-hmm. but, but he says, you know, all of the things you might have missed, Easter eggs and things like that in the episode. And he really goes back, and it, and it worked out well for her because she hasn't seen those the cartoon series either. But it, it gave a good background, like, oh, okay, well, that's what this meant. And it shows some, you know, some some of the cartoon uh, scenes and things like that. So, but even if you don't even watch that, you still get the idea of the show. Oh yeah, I mean it. It's it pretty much. I want to say some basic, but it's like bad people trying to bring really bad people back. We got to stop them. I mean, it's right in a nutshell. The the whole synopsis of the, well, of the series. Well, you know, you were talking about Balin, and I think Balin is a fantastic character, and and I really, I really hate that the actor passed away. And oh, Ray, Ray did an yeah, amazing job. And he was a great actor anyway. I think I mentioned it before, man. I loved him in Rome. He, he was just phenomenal. And he was phenomenal in this show. And I have no idea what they're going to do to fix that. And fix that's kind of a not a really good way to say it, but I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I character. mean, how do you carry on? I mean, how, how do you yeah, how do you carry it? Because his, his story is not over, so how do you carry that on? I don't know. Um, they'll figure it out. But yeah, I thought Balin was awesome. I think that he, uh, um, I think that he, you know, just become disenfranchised with the Jedi Order. You know, Order sixty six happens. He sees all that. Go well, he's down. a sixty six survivor. Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. I mean, and, and, he's and he like, he talks about the temp. You know, he said I saw the temple burning, so he was on Coruscant. Yeah, when Order sixty six went down. Yeah, and he survived, and he was already apparently. It's they kind of beat around the bush, but it kind of makes me think that he was disenfranchised with the Jedi Order to begin. He with. he reminds me a lot. <laughs> You know how in the prequel trilogy they they set up all of this you know turmoil and uh, oh gosh I I hit a mental blank. Um, well, I think that Count he, Dooku. Yeah, you know how yeah, Count Dooku see, was. He has he has a bit of he a was, feel of Count Dooku. He was kind of like you know, guys. There's there's more to. And this is where I think people have changed the original version or vision of what Lucas had for the Jedi because, you know, he was very, you know, good guys are good, bad guys are bad. And it's, you know, there's the redemption story with Vader. But, like, now the the gray area in Star Wars has gotten much wider. Which I and, like because I think that's, yeah. more, I think that's more real. Uh, it's more morally realistic. Yeah, because you have I, I, in reality you have folks that are just really really good, and you have folks that are really really bad, and you have everybody else that's r- all throughout the middle, you know. And I think that brings some, you know, I mean humanity, I guess. But you know, some well, you can humans, see. I mean, just saying. for the limit, you know, eight eight episodes. It's you know very condensed, but you can see how if he was already kind of like Dooku where he's, you know, there's things wrong, but, you know, I'm still doing my job. Because, you know, he, he was much younger. Yeah. Um, and then Order 66 happens, and then, you know, he's fighting for his life, obviously. Uh, and that journey has jaded him. So it's like, that is a very interesting story I would like to, you know, have fleshed out. So what do you, um, what do you think... I mean, let's say that they they recast him or he goes through some kind of transformation where they're able to recast him or something like that. Where do you think his story's going to go? That, that, that's interesting because, and this is something that I've thought of 
you, you've you've brought Ahsoka to this new galaxy. Peridia, yeah. Well, that's the planet, but still, yes, that's the planet. But you know, she's in this new galaxy. She's she's stuck here. Yes. You can. I don't want to say rewrite Star Wars, but you can take liberties with Star Wars in this galaxy that you may not be able to take in the the main continuity. I don't know what to call you know, the actual Star Wars galaxy, right, but you know, yes. you know, it's a, it's a different sandbox, and so agreed. Yep, I think Filoni can maybe explore things. I know. A lot of people are, are kind of divided on the whole magic in Star Wars. You know, is it something different? Is it a different way to use the Force? You know, yeah, what is I, it? That's a different way to use the Force. That's all that is. And, and I'm wondering if... Because uh, Balin's there for a reason. And, and some of the theories that I've seen floating online is that he thinks that he going to bring like balance but they're saying it's probably a false balance because there's three force deities or something I'm, I'm, yes. that's one of those things I didn't understand yeah. uh, because the last thing we see him and he's standing on you know it's, it's a, a statue that's been carved out of the mountain yeah, you know, he's standing on that monument, and there's supposed to be three of them, and the female one is missing. And then there's like the older father, and then the the son. And my limited understanding of that is that that's more of like the dark side. Yeah the the son is the dark side. The sister was the light, and uh, the uh, the father was the balance in between. And that there's some imprisoned evil that is going to manipulate him, uh, free itself and, you know, wreak havoc, which is probably the most likely scenario. My, uh, and, and then you have Ahsoka there and to counteract and it's like, does she become more, you know, to the light side of the force or more, you know, middle of the road. It's like, you can you can kind of play with that, and yeah, if you bring yeah. magic into it, you don't you're not bringing it into the main Star Wars. Where like you could, you know, this you, oh we did this one little thing. Well, crap, you know, it's like Agents of Shield had to rewrite their whole season because you know everything Marvel was tied together, right? And in the Captain America uh, movie, he basically takes down Shield because Hydra was in on it. Right, and right. you know the whole Winter Soldier like completely changed the, the whole. They had to rewrite basically the entire season of Agents of Shield because of of what happened in that movie. <laughs> so you could do something in this universe or in this galaxy and not necessarily affect the main Star Wars one. And I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to throw well, a lot of new things. That's true. Um, I think my take. My, my take on Balin is I think the power that Balin seeks and, uh, um, and I've seen this in some other stuff, but I, but I, I thought of it originally also that, um, the power that he seeks is access to the world between worlds, which is that area, that place mm-hmm. that they, people can travel uh, sort of like light speed or hyperspace or whatever. It's kind of like quantum leap in a way. <laughs> a little bit. It also kind of <laughs> reminds me of uh, Mark's uh, Tollguard, you know, for yeah. Tollguard games, but his his uh, his plane planescape sort of D and D realm that he created, and that's kind of what this is. And that is also where Ahsoka had her trial. Mm-hmm. With, with Anakin, and that's the world between worlds. She's been there before. Uh, uh, Ezra's been there before, and I think that's what Balin seeks. And because he kind of hints to changing things, and I think that he wants to go back and alter Order sixty six or something. And I think that's his goal. Now, 
that the other characters that were in there before had been warned to not change the timelines. And um, because in in Rebels, Ezra's standing there watching Kanan die, but Kanan had to die for everyone else to live. And I think Balin will get into the, somehow he'll make it in the world between worlds in a portal there on uh, that, that planet or whatever, and Ahsoka will have to convince him not to do anything, and then in the meantime, the the witches will destroy the world between worlds, or try to, and Balin will save everybody, and in turn sacrifice himself, and he'll have this big, great Jedi sacrifice. And I think that's how I think that's how his story will go. That's my opinion on him. And yeah, what about uh, Shin, uh, Shin, um, his apprentice? I, I've I've not got a read on her Shin yet. Shin Hadi. Yeah, yeah. I, I because, think yeah yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, it's just um, there's things that he didn't tell her, and it's almost like he's wanting her to go find who she is on her own, right. not being told, well, this is what you need to do. It's like, well, go do what you got to do. And at the end, when Thrawn and everyone has left and they're stranded there and, and Balin's gone his way and she's kind of, you know, she's been, I hate to say defeated because that was kind of a crappy fight in a way. Uh, right. She's been defeated. Uh, she she doesn't have her master. She has no one, and she goes back to like the little mercenary tribe. Right. You know, when she holds up her lightsaber and basically is like, "All right, I'm a new ball." <laughs> yes. And and so is she going to be learning about how to amass power by leading these people and. You know, because we, we've only seen two, well, three groups. Yeah. You saw the sisters, uh, you saw the raiders, and then you saw the little rock people. Yes. Uh, um, that Ezra was with. And so it's like, what other people or creature, you know, whatever beings are, are there vying for control? You know, like what's the, that, what's the food yeah. chain like there? It's like, yeah, that's true. I, I was I was puzzled as to why they showed her go back to those mercenaries in the end, because I thought that she was going to go and end up with uh, Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra. I think that'll be season two. I I think that, yes, I agree with you. And I think, I think she will still try to be bad. And then at some point she's going to have a reckoning and come all the way to the light. It's one of those things. It's like she goes and she leads this this group of raiders, you know, and she's you know masterless. Uh, there'll probably be a lot of you know skirmishes with Ahsoka, and then they'll have like some bigger bad that they have to team up with. Her, you know, mercenary guys get slaughtered, and it's just her. And it's like you know, it's kind of like okay, if we're going to survive this, we're going to have to work together kind of the right. enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing. Right. And and that's how she, you know, it, I'm just doing this because we're trying to survive. But, you know, Ahsoka teaches her the whole time that they're together, and then at the end she'll have to make a decision. And I don't know if that'll be they'll run into Balin again, and she's got to decide whether she follows him or follows right. with Ahsoka. I don't. That would probably make most sense. I think. I mean, I could be completely out in left field. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, what makes sense? What makes me think she's got a chance to? um, Now, I don't think that her nor Balin uh, are. You know, they're obviously they're not Sith. No, no, Balin's not. But they're not Jedi either. I think that you know, like you know, he promised. Um, uh, Sabine, that you know he would 
let her go. Well, he gave fight, his word, right? And then he turned like, he, hey, he, he turned around and backed off of it when when Thrawn gave that order, and Shin was like, "I, you told her that she, in essence, you, you lied. Why did you do that?" And so that right there is a is a little indication that her her mission, her mindset, her goals have separated from his. And he even said that when he pretty much told her to shoe was like, you know, your, your path has now diverted from mine or it was something to that effect. And that's one of those things where it makes you think that he knows that whatever he's going to do, he's not coming back from. Right. Something's going to change to where he is like, we can't go back to this master and apprentice. Right relationship and uh, but you know he's he, it's just really interesting to see what's going to happen there so uh, uh, I just uh, I don't know as far as, as casting if you if you bring in somebody else or if there's something happens and he's horribly disfigured and you know he's wearing a, or something, a yeah. mask or something you know yeah um, I don't know how we'll get around that. Uh, now, moving on to another character, uh, Ezra, who the casting, you know, looks like a a more grown up version of that, the animated version of Ezra, and he also acts like him a lot. And well, that was one of the things I was going to say is uh, some of the reactions that I've I've watched online. Yes. Everybody's like he's nailed it just as far as like how he speaks. Right. They're like he talks like Ezra, like his He does. Now enunciation and his, his timing and they're like he has really yeah, studied smirks what they and did. Stuff. In, and they, in, did the, yeah. they, they did the same thing with, with uh, uh Rosario Dawson Dawson and uh Ahsoka and the the woman who plays um Sabine. They they really did get the mannerisms down and stuff, but but Ezra, the the thing about him is, I guess he's he's grown up a lot and gotten older. I guess a little bit. I don't know how. Maybe I think they're saying like ten years or something, but not, but I'm not real sure. But in Rebels, he had a distinct tendency to lean towards the dark side of the Force. I mean, he helped uh, um, Maul open a Sith holocron. Uh, he. Sort of, I guess Jedi mind trick, but but uh, somehow took over the intellect or the mindset or whatever of this uh, stormtrooper pilot in a small walker, and had him blast his buddies, and then walk him, <laughs> and then walk himself off of a, a. They were like on a like a sky way up on this tower, walk off and plummet to its death. That's not really a Jedi thing to do. And, and he did that, and he did a bunch of that kind of stuff in between Chopper trying to kill him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but but one, one thing about Ezra that is, is that, and the actor that plays him is, I guess maybe, maybe you know, Star Wars got tired of of people saying that uh, uh, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi looked like Jesus, so they figured they would, they, they would one-up it. <laughs> <laughs> with this guy playing Ezra. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, look, but, uh, I think he'll, that's I think he'll, though, I, yeah, I think he'll always remain Moses. good. Yeah, that's it. You know, Moses. you're right. Yeah. That, 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 I, I'll give you that. <laughs> Ewan McGregor is, is, is Obi-Wan is, is Jesus. And, yeah. and, uh, and Ezra is, is yeah, Moses. Moses. Yeah, that's so, true. That man. that's a new that's, um, that's a new movie at, a, at Easter time that'll pop up. Yeah, there you go, uh, Star Wars Easter. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> it's probably better than the Christmas special. I'm sure it is. Oh God! Um, but no, I I enjoyed Ezra. I think he's great. The, I think, the whole monk thing I thought was actually pretty cool. That well, that was one of the things we had mentioned. We were kind of talking back and forth and. It was like he was like a D and D monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't need a weapon. I'll force push everything. <laughs> I think it's. I, Which I, was I thought funny. it was really. I thought it was really cool. Uh, that aspect, but I, you know, I did cool. like I did like seeing him build the lightsaber. Uh, 
and Huang the whole time is, is telling you, don't do, you don't, that's not how you do that. That's don't like, do that. Don't like, do that. Up, yeah. man, got time. <laughs> and and um, he's, uh, he's built two other ones uh, under well, the tutelage of, of his, uh, yeah. well, of his he master. Gets the, he gets the part and he's like, you know, the other one. Yeah, it was belong to your master. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. it's fitting that, Painted, that yeah. you have it. Um, but Which is really this cool. is something because I noticed, you know, you know, it looks like he's wearing like like some kind of scale mail. Yeah, under his, yeah, his yeah, monk yeah, robe. yeah. And I was, I was, it was one of the things that caught my mind, my attention, but I didn't really, you know, have time to process because I'm trying to keep up with everything that's going on. And I, I was watching somebody's review, and I don't remember which one it was, and they're. They had zoomed in on that, you know, and you see the links and everything. And they theorized that it was Imperial Stormtrooper dog tags. I have heard that, and I thought that and was And that he had made, like a, like, a, like, a breastplate, you know, um, hey, and honestly, out of the dog tag. I wouldn't be surprised because I tell you, Ezra does some sketchy stuff. <laughs> Instead of having like a necklace with ears on it, yeah, I mean, he got their dog tag. Yeah, he did some sketchy stuff in Rebels, bro. I am not kididding. So, so that I, wouldn't that surprise me. Thing. I was like, ooh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, uh, moving on a little bit, um, um, Chopper is exactly like he was in the in the cartoon. He's a ho- I, he's a homic- stuff, homicidal but- <laughs> maniac, a straight up war criminal. Had- Somebody had posted a picture. Uh, it was when Hera was in front of the, you know, the New Republic. Yeah, uh, she's getting scolded there by uh, everyone, yeah. and it shows Carson. He comes and sits down, and you know, he kind of gets her loses. He shakes his head, and she's yeah. kind of like, okay. And Chopper's behind him. Somebody posted a screenshot of that, and it said. If you had told me that Chopper was on cri- was on trial for war crimes, I would have believed it from this picture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he just sat in my face. I think, and, and I may have the numbers wrong, but I think he, I think his body count was something like fifty thousand or something like that, or maybe more. I don't know. I somebody did the math. Than that. Yeah, somebody did yeah, the math. Maybe I it was five hundred thousand. I don't know, but it was something insane. I, I saw something because uh, they were talking about you know how many Luke had had, and it shows Chopper. Yeah, Cho- like, no, Chopper's a homicidal maniac. I'm like, uh, which is I, I, great I, though. It, it, they really they depicted him great. I mean, well, but, I love the fact that people have gone back in and, and done YouTube videos, and it showed what he said because I have to watch it a couple times to pick up what he exactly said. What yeah. he said, but like when him and Hera are in the ship, yes, and uh, <laughs> he's like, "You've been back here messing with my stuff." He's like, "I ain't been messing with your stuff," you know, and he's like, "I can't find anything." And he's like, <laughs> I guess he's you like, have." <laughs> Did you look behind the battery? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it it made me think of, if you go back and watch, um, especially like Empire, mm-hmm. you know, when when Han comes back from setting the, the markers and Chewie's working on the Falcon and he like starts fussing at him. Yeah. He's like, all right, I, you know, let me, I'll go check in. Tell they have the, because Peter Mayhew actually, had lines as Chewbacca. Right. And they just, you know, they just put the, the Wookiee roar over oh, everything. Oh, yeah. If you go back and watch, like, when he, he's delivering the lines, yeah. like, those are real reactions that he's having. He's like, you know, where are you, man? What the hell are you doing? You know, wait, we got to get out of here. And he's like, all right, let me check in. He goes, go tell him we're leaving. It is flipping <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and so, it's actually when they people have gone in and put subtitles on what Chopper has actually said, I've laughed my butt off because, you know, it, he's just like, I shoot it down. She's like, I can't shoot the ship down. They're crashing the city. And he's like, is that a bad, that a bad thing? thing? Yeah. He's so, <laughs> he's so funny, like, dude. Old dude does not care. <laughs> I'm telling you, you see it in, uh, in, in rebels too. I mean, he, I mean, he kills droids. He gets jealous of other droids. He blows them up. People, he tried to kill Ezra a ton of times. I mean, it's really nuts. <laughs> it's, but uh, Hera, you, okay. go ahead. I was going to say Hera. Uh, you know, she reminds me a lot of Princess Leia. Yeah, she kind of has that mentality. Um, the she's like I'm going to do this because you know I got a better, I got a bigger job to do. Yeah, her. You know, her the, the portrayal in this, I I think is 
Well, I mean, it's 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 the same, I guess. I guess it's just a more mature Hera than than we've seen. Obviously, I mean, you know, it's a post big war and everything. But I like the character. I think the actress does a really good job. I think that it's fine. I'm glad they threw um, uh, her son into it just a little bit. And then pulled him away. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason Sandula. They put him in. We, which you know, I mean, he's you know, he's um, um, uh, Kanan's son. You know, the Jedi that died in, in Rebels. Uh, but he, you know, they put him in for a while, and then they pull him back. So you don't you don't see him through the whole time because it doesn't make sense that he would go to every, you know, engagement. Well, you know, mom, it's, you know, it's like uh, growing up in the seventies and eighties. You know, everybody had a kid sidekick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it, it's going back watching that. You're like, that is the most annoying thing. Yeah, so I'm glad they didn't really throw him <laughs> yeah. in there he's all the time. He's kind of in a little bit, and he's out. Yeah, uh, uh, but no. What I was going to say earlier, you were talking about about droids and stuff. The fact that C3PO yes shows up and gets you know his little his little scene there in the Senate chamber. Yep. And just when he's off screen, he goes, what do you mean? Who am I? Yeah. He talks oh, trash, which, you know, he's, like, he's normally really kind of, you know, meek a little bit, but no, he yeah, don't put up with the crap. Stuff, but just the whole, do you know who I am? He's a freaking war hero. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that. And the fact that, that they gave nods to Princess Leia. Yep. Yep. You know, was cool. and you know, I think there's been two or three of them because I know Harris said something yep. one time about. Well, there was one time it was they said uh, Senator Organa will cover as long as she can, right? And then I think Harris said something about like they 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 were asking her, well, how did you get Senator to go along with it? You know, well, she 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 authorized it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Eventually, <laughs> and then the fact that she sent three PO. And he's talking smack because he's like, well, you know, the fact that you're having this meeting and you didn't tell her that you were doing it. Yeah. And, and they say something <laughs> and, and about something about listening. We don't listen to a droid or whatever. And then Chopper gets pissed and he's, <laughs> he's ready to jump the counter and go, you know, chicken choke somebody, man. But, it, but it, <laughs> it, it's just the fact that he, he, you know, you realize how important Leia is. Yep. And he's like, uh, yeah, you're going to listen to what I got to say because she's the one that sent me. Right. And everybody, and the the one little guy that was, that, you know, the, reminds me of used car salesman. He, yeah, that uh, guy. The one, <laughs> he, he was sitting there, uh, I think it's Senator Zion? Senator Douchebag, yeah, that guy. I, I don't know. Um, the actor played him did a great job because he oh, yeah. just, just, just this slimy. Yeah, you want to punch him out know, in the throat. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, and, and he's he, just he, like you know, just perfect uh, uh, political guy. You yeah, it's kind of just well, you know, you weren't supposed to be there, and, right? And, oh yeah, and you're having this hearing and you didn't tell like the main, you know, exactly. leader of like the forces that you're you're doing this. And Mon Mothma just kind of you know gives it side eye. <laughs> The whole time that he's oh, talking, yes. you're like, yes, yes. And, and another thing, I didn't notice this until I watched watched it the second time. Admiral Akbar is sitting beside Mon Mothma. Well, that it hasn't been determined. I don't know if that is Akbar or if it's just another uh, Mon Calamari. I'm going to say it's Akbar. I'm, that's just, well, sure, you know, I, I'm all about it. I, I mean, I think I mean, if Mon Mothma is there, I think you got to have Admiral Akbar there uh, as well. I mean, yeah. I know it could be random Mon Calamari number four. Right. But uh, there's been so many little nods to the original trilogy. Well, yeah. And I think that that's Admiral Ackbar. And it could be, yeah. And and I want to throw in that, that just, just real quick that uh, we don't have to discuss it, that the fact that uh, Mon Mothma has been in all of these shows and because she's very integral. Uh, to the development of the um, of the rebellion initially, and in the New Republic, so I think it's cool that they have the same actors in there. And yeah. she she also voiced Mon Mothma in Rebels, uh, Rebels, yes, Rebels, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, another quick note is the uh, the uh, the witches Dathomir uh, depicted very much like they are in uh, the Clone Wars and Rebels. 
I, I think that that is so cool. I love the aspect of um, force magic, you know, with a K, you know, force magic, um, because it's uh, it, it's just a different view of it. It doesn't always have to be space wizards with light swords, you know. Uh, no, it can be it can be space witches with uh, yes, with green stuff, swords. yeah, which, which <laughs> is cool. I, I didn't like the sword thing, but I had forgotten that that actually um, was in Clone Wars as well. Um, That's what someone had had, had written about yeah, it. That, I didn't know but, that but I mean, until I watched a Screen Crush, and I'm like, you know what? Now I do remember that now. So, but the fact that I mean, it was a really good fight scene that they had. Oh yeah, uh, you know, we're trying to give the star story. You know, when Thrawn's like, I believe we're going to need a little more time. It, that, it's that that point she realizes. I just got played. Yep. Because he's going to leave me. <laughs> yep. But she did it anyway. Well, yeah. Um, but that kind of leads us in to the Grand Admiral himself. Yeah. And how damn charismatic that he is. That he got, that his troops are chanting his name. <laughs> you know? Well, what's, what's funny is, you know, like military leaders like that, a lot of times, if they can connect with their troops, the troops do anything for them. Yes. You know, I, I know, uh, and it reminds me of the scene uh, from Gladiator. Yes. Where he, he's talking about, you know, he's like, you know, how are my troops? And he's like, you know, fat and bored. And uh, they're like, you know, well, you, they're not going to listen. He's like, when my men see me, you know, yes. it's like, they're going to basically, they'll follow me. They don't care. You know, because it's me. Yep. And that's like with, with Thrones troopers. Um, you know, because even though he's like, you know, it's for the Empire, it's for the Empire, you know, and because and, she even says, she goes, uh, something along the lines like they're willing to die for you or sacrifice for you or something yeah. like that. And he goes, it's for the Empire. For the Empire and it's, yeah. it's one of those things, it's like, you know, he. he Gets off on on that. It's for him. He's like, oh, it's for it's for the empire. But he knows the downside is for him. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> chanting that, but I don't. Th- he has always been, uh, very much about the mission. That was oh, yeah, that was his short. Book, that was his shortfall was- because he had no no concept of politics whatsoever. So that really really hurt him. But it was always amazing how he had ro- he rose the rank of Grand Admiral. When the emperor hated, yeah, well, yeah, the empire was a very xenophobic uh, organization. There was nobody there but humans. You know, they would hire bounty hunters, and they were all that, British. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <For> that <reason. laughs> yeah, that, that's the that's the uh, the core world's uh, accent, I guess. But, yeah, I believe that's how it's been described. It's, uh, <laughs> but very the, but the thing is, it's, is, it's like is, uh, it's like Spanish, right? Uh, like Castilian. Spanish is like, like the proper, you know, how like you grammatically, yeah. how you write in English is very different than how we speak in English. Yes, and it's I think that's the way it is in in Star Wars. Is ah, you're supposed okay. to have like this very <laughs> proper like, and then and then you get you know to the outer rim and stuff, and it becomes like the Wild West and right, which is cool. It's really cool, but but Thrawn from. From my experiences watching Rebels and reading um, the new Thrawn books, so Thrawn, uh, Thrawn Allegiances and Thrawn Treason, I think is the is the titles of those, and then the uh, Ascendancy series, which is the prequels. Um, the, uh, Mickelson was it Lars Mickelson is his name. The guy that did the voice. I see the the newer. The, I, think, uh, I think it is. He yeah. he. I mean, he did the voice of of the of the character in the books. You know, from the audiobooks as well as the cartoon, obviously. And I am so glad they cast him as Thrawn because he he has the. I mean, he's it. You know, he brought the character to at least audio life, and now he's done it in in live action. And I think it's fantastic. I love how. He, he it even shows that he is so far ahead that he knows exactly. I mean, he knew what he was going to do 
with uh, Morgan Elizabeth like forever ago. You know, he knew that he could use her to get to rescue him and then use her to sacrifice herself so that he could continue to get out. And he knew it. Well, well, it's one of it's the old adage, you know, the new Republic is playing checkers and thrones playing jazz. Yeah, exactly. And once he, the, like the key piece of information for him, because he knew how the rebels worked. Okay. He, he knew that, but the key piece of information for him was was when they were like oh well anakin skywalker was her master he knew right away then because he knew who anakin was he went on missions with anakin he went on missions with vader he knew exactly what she was going to do and she did exactly what he knew she was going to do and that's how he got away and they didn't and he had no doubt there was no doubts and i thought that was just fantastic your dog is happy. <laughs> or yeah, not. <laughs> He's probably wanting to play. Um, but that's what sucks about recording from home. Because <laughs> you're like, hey guys, I'm going to record. I need everybody to be quiet. Let's go make noise. Um, yep. <laughs> um, but I mean, what, yeah, did, but what did you think about him? I mean, I know your your take of him is from the original. Um, yeah, uh, like Heirs of the Empire. Empire so. um, and. You know, because I, I think I had messaged you this after we first get thrown, and I'm like, okay, I'm a little underwhelmed because the that wasn't the throne that I knew as far as like how I had him in my head right. from reading those books. I had a, a little different. Um, uh, I had him as a little more. His presence was larger than life, a little more regal and i get some of that uh from from this throne but it wasn't just that that i, I see this one seems like he's more polite well what in and he throne was in the book okay so post heir of the empire becoming legend and yeah. the new books becoming canon okay He's very much like that. He's very, See, I, like he's that. very, he's very, very chill. He's he only got. Well, now, you now rarely, you rarely, you rarely saw him get pissed off about anything. It's only like a he, couple he, times. And he never really got upset. It, it was it was more of that that internalized anger. Like you could look at him and just those red eyes, and they, yeah, yeah. you know, they're. They're like, no, they're like burning like coal. It kind of reminds me of uh, Lord Thoth that night. Right. From Dragonland. <laughs> His eyes would but, burn with rage. Well, the new but way he, that they but did But he was always calm. He was like a statue. Yeah. Well, the new way they you did throw on is, is, you know, I mean, he's he's very chill with all that stuff. And in the middle of the battle, you know, he'll look at his his XO or, you know, or second man or whatever going, well, what do you see? And he's like in a constant teaching mode. He knows he's going to yeah. win. He doesn't doubt it. But he's like, I'm going to teach you how I'm going to win this, you know. But and, but in this one, now, mind you, he's been separated. He's been trapped. He can't go anywhere. He's clearly yeah. had to fight something or somebody because his troopers what? are all jacked up, right? Well, even if you notice, his, his uniform has a few little... Yeah, which is unusual. Myths, you know, which is unusual because he was always pristine. Yep. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, that was, that was my throne was, was from those books. And then, you know, everything changed. But now you like this so, one. I mean, I, I, I do. It was different. You know, it's, it's like if, uh, you know, like your granny makes banana pudding one way and then your mom makes granny's <laughs> version of banana pudding. It's right. a little different. Yeah. And you're not going to say that it's bad. You know, it's just different. You know, it ain't like, it ain't like, it ain't like granny's. Um, and when I watched it the second time, it kind of, I don't know, it, it, it flowed better for me. But, you know, just, you know, hot take, knee jerk reaction. I was just kind of like, something's off, you know, and it's, it's just they're using this set of books and I'm using this set of books. Right. And, you know, you would, appre- it, it's you small. would really, well, I think you would appreciate the new ones 
Um, yeah, I think I think he really would because it really goes uh, to his backstory and his interactions. I mean, you really root for the guy, and and uh, it's well, like said, it, it's, it's good it's stuff. Small little things that change that you know. For me, you know, when you've got a certain expectation in your head, you know, you kind of want it your way, and it, I'm like, I got it, but it, you know. Well, as a it ain't it ain't it ain't granny but input, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> but as but, you a know, like uh, I said, the second watching, the second watching, it it, it got better. It flowed better for yeah. me, so I was kind of like, okay, I, I you know, I've, I've got this. Well, as um, a as a Thrawn fanboy, I who you had no, no. Pro- I had no problem with it. And mind <laughs> you, we've talked about this a lot. I was scared to death that they were going to jack him up. That and, was one of your biggest fears, yeah, and they did they not. And they right. did not. I was very very pleased. With, with what he did but you know we skipped over um we skipped over sabine which i think is very important and i think that they did her very well they did her a lot of justice um in comparison with her, her portrayal in the animated series i mean that she they did really really well i thought they did really good with the actors uh, Sabine is one of the characters that you don't realize it unless you know, really know the backstory. She's got a really bad backstory. I mean, it isn't quite, well, it may be as tragic as like Obi-Wan's because, you know, her her family's all dead or she watched her sister so get killed. Her she, got glass. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was the ruler of Mandalore for a little while, gave it away, her her entire planet gets absolutely destroyed. Um, she jumps in. At this point, w- Star Wars, who hadn't been the ruler well, of Mandalorian? Well, that, that's true. That's true. But she gets I mean, in, she on, get, she gets into um, you know she gets in with the with the Spectre uh, and and the Phoenix Squadron and all that, and so she gets in there and does that, and then you know it's you know Ezra's like a little brother slash maybe a love interest. They love never interest. really say and. He gets taken away, but, well, but, yeah, but right, bef- but that right before that, Kanan gets killed, and so it's all of this stuff, just as horrible things that happen to her, and that you can knowing that backstory, you can see very clearly why the original training with Ahsoka didn't work out. I picked up on the like the like when she's playing the little recording of Ezra. Yeah, he's like, you know, you're like a sister to me, and she kind of. Has this little smirk, kind of, yeah, you know, chuckles a little, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a little more there, but um, I don't, I don't know. It was just I didn't, I didn't connect with her character. I, I don't know if it's just me or or what, but it just she didn't really kind of strike a nerve with me. I was kind of like, okay. Well, uh, in, 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 in Rebels, she she's a bad ass, dude. In Rebels, she's, you know, she's tough. She kicks butt. She got plot armor because, uh, you know, and I know everybody's going to say, well, she got stabbed in the side. Um, you know, uh, you're impaled <laughs> with a lightsaber. And she's like, ah, I'm all right. Yeah, give me a droid head. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm you, okay. Hey, back to does. just got Dude, cooked, back to does okay. a lot of stuff, man. Back to really works. Yeah, but, I'm good, you uh, know. Have you seen the memes? Look at Liam Neeson. You yeah, know. that's what I started to say. Have you seen the memes with Qui Gon Jinn oh, going, "Hey, gosh. <laughs> um, they do the." I can't remember who it is, but they do like the. Uh, it, it'll be Anakin, Obi Wan, and Qui Gon, and it'll be like sitting there, like on the couch, like watching stuff. You know, like eating oh, popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's not good. I should be fine. He's like, wait, what? Wait a minute, what? stab <laughs> right there. You know? you know, he's like, what's right? And it, it was just one of those things. I mean, I know it may, uh, especially like, you know, going back to like the whole samurais and, you know, medieval knights, because Luke is based so much off Joseph Campbell's works. Um, right, you know, you have this big fight, and then you know your hero gets stabbed. You know, before you know help can arrive, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to make it!" I know it was a dramatic thing, but that's one thing that I have noticed uh, with 
with Disney and, and lightsabers is you can get stabbed by it. And if you're, if you're a main character, you're fine. We'll run you through. You're fine. Check it off. <laughs> True. Just a uh, flesh wound, you know. But honestly, watching um, this show, though, I, I, I've had so, I mean, I, if I had any issues with it, they, they weren't even remotely enough to make me even mention them. I think. It, oh, I, I think. <laughs> I know you would, dude. You would. You'd bitch about a million dollars if it came in ones and not hundreds. But I mean, <laughs> oh, only if they're not banned. Um, <laughs> no, okay. Let's talk about some stuff, some some gripes, some little things that could have been better. Um, your your unstoppable stormtroopers. Well, they. They, they killed them. They killed them. They, 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 they can't. They couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. No, I'm no. Sorry. I, I have talked about this. My theory on stormtroopers not being able to hit targets is that that only happens when there's force users around. That's that's the only time it happens. Look at Rogue One. White TK troopers were killing folk. Let alone the the death troopers who were freaking sniping dudes behind cover. But when when there's a Jedi around, they can't hit anything. Same thing as when Vader is marching down the hallway or something like that. The rebels can't hit him either. Well, yeah, right. I'm serious. I, I, I really might, think I that's it. That one, but it's just, it, it just it drives me nuts because they're running and they're running trying to get away from them, and they're shooting and like everything's like thirty yards off, and I'm like. Well, I mean, that's, that, uh, they're Jedi. It happens. I, I, I don't know. Uh, and then, have, have, have they just completely nerfed lightsabers? No. I, I'm sorry. When, when dude, was, dude, when they, was they chopped some droids. They chopped some droids. And Ahsoka was chop, chopping some droids up. And then they fight these stormtroopers. And yes, but everybody have, gets but have you ever seen... But am I missing anything where they've actually ever cut a stormtrooper? Like cut an arm off or cut him in half or cut a head off? I don't think so. That plastoid armor won't protect it won't keep him from dying. But I somehow I, that it that is the useless armor in, in, in the galaxy. I I agree. I agree. But I've never seen it happen. I, I I've never seen it happen. I've always just they kill them, but I've never seen them cut through uh, all the way through. I, it just, I, I just—that's hey, one of my. You know, I mean, I'll buy into that. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it either. You know, uh, you go up and, and you hit the guy in the head, and it, it just kind of like a a glancing blow. I'm like, but now, <clears throat> granted, when they reanimated the, the stormtroopers with magic, yeah, and you got like zombie stormtroopers coming at you. Yeah. That was cool, but I mean, <laughs> how much more cool. terrifying would it be if you if you hit one, you cleave him in half, and he still comes, you know, that yeah. half still comes. That's at pretty you. cool. I'm like, that would have been, that would have been cool, you know. <laughs> well, one more uh, thing, because like when she shoots the one in the in the face and then blows the bottom part of his helmet off, yeah, and you see like the teeth, and he's like, well, <laughs> well, and that and that's something I want to talk about. Is one more thing I wanted to talk about before we kind of wrap this up is is that when Ahsoka is fighting those two. Death Troopers. Okay. Now I watched, I did watch Screen Crush, and he didn't mention this. He said that they were Purge Troopers. They're not Purge Troopers. They are zombified Death Troopers. Go back, pause it, look at their armor. They're Death Troopers. Okay. There's two of them. Thrawn had Death Troopers on the Chimera because he's a Grand Admiral. Upper ranking people had Death Troopers with them, kind of like the Secret Service. Mm hmm. Anyway, they're death troopers, and I thought that it was poetic and kind of interesting because there is a there is a Star Wars book that is now it's not canon now it's it's um, called the the uh, legends like the other ones called Death Troopers, and it's about if I recall right it is about a, a virus a virus that infects an ISD a Star Destroyer I think, and the crew is trying to survive the ones that didn't get infected uh, because you have all these zombified uh, stormtroopers and crew. And that's what they called death. Uh, that was the death troopers. So I thought it was interesting that 
they mixed those two things together. That term with zombified, which I think they did it on purpose, came from that book, and then they make them as actual death troopers. So it's kind of like, you know, I just thought that that was cool. Actually dead. Uh, yeah, which I think it was neat. I think that was intentional. If not, it it, it was a good coincidence. Well, I know that they had to call them night troopers just for the simple fact that death troopers had already been used. Already been used, yes, yes. But I like the so night troopers. Like, well, well, it's the night. It's the night sisters of death. Yeah. Well, the night sisters of Peridia, but you know, Dathomir in, in, in the regular universe. Yeah, so. it's the night sisters. Yeah, it's, yeah. Which I thought was um, so cool. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those that that's going to be interesting to see, um, what they do with, you know, it's, it's, are they going to, uh, keep using that or is it gonna go back to regular stormtroopers or. Well, but, I think, know. uh, I think the ones that Thrawn have are currently, you know, <laughs> they're those guys. They're the they're they're the. Uh, well, I mean, now that he's been, now that he's back, you know, when he starts consolidating power, that's what's going to happen, right? right. But he clearly has some undead troopers on that yes. ship because those two death troopers. Now the the rest of those guys, they, they weren't, but those two were, and that was interesting. Well, that, I mean, he, you know, they say, you know, he goes, these are the volunteers, and they're like, yes. And he goes, do they know? And it's like, yeah, they. They did it for you, you know, and he's. Of course, so they I did. think they, I think they were alive at that point. And oh yeah, they were until you know. Got Sabine, Sabine, and 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 Ezra and uh, Ahsoka chopped them up, you know. <laughs> so without actually chopping, but you know. uh, there we go. <laughs> but you know, overall, man, I really, really like it. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season two. I'm excited about that. Um. Now we just got to wait for them to do the Mandalorian or Skeleton Crew is something that that apparently is in the works, which I think would be pretty cool. It's more like a, I think a Starfighter kind of a deal. Well, I so know be neat. a lot. A lot of this is all going to, I think, be tied up in Dave Filoni's Star Wars movie. Yes, which a lot of people are thinking it's going to be Heir of the Empire. Or yes, or name day probably off. has has a lot more of of stuff that'll make you happy, which is probably yeah, more of the I, actual. I, I think that's what's going to be is the storyline that they're going to do is going to be Air the Empire. Yeah, but it's going to be in the movie, but it's going to tie up all the Star Wars shows. It's, it's kind of like Marvel how they'll have like shows, but everything kind of builds on each other yes 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 so i think that's what they're going to do is everything will build towards that um it's going to be interesting to see what dave does with it yes um, you know because if they if they let him have complete control i think it'd be <laughs> really good you know Katie if, if, the door it's gonna get awesome if she stays out everything um Is she who will not be named Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> um, if she will stay out of it, I mean, yeah. if they put her name on as an executive producer, fine. Whatever. As long as yeah. she ain't got her fingers in it, and just you know, that's true. Uh, the fact that she's not got the act yet just still amazes me. Um, yeah. She got pictures of the mouse doing something. I'm sure. Uh, so. she must. I'm not a. It what sucks is she was executive producer on some really good movies, and I you know she was just standing there holding the clipboard. Um, yeah, I don't want to go down that path. Some, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> people get jobs they don't deserve or can do. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyways, uh, if they if they let yeah they they let they, they let, they let, they let, yeah, they let, let handle it, man. I, I think it could could tie up really nice. And I think you end up with, you could honestly have like, you could have more movies about other characters. Because I know you're not a big Space Wizard fan, Jed. But you could have like more Vader. of these. Well, um, but yes, you can. And it'd you be could more like a, just for uh, the whole other galaxy, man. The whole other galaxy. Well, I, I, you know, you could mind. I think you could mind that for. Oh, 
forever. Five seasons, easy. I mean, five seasons easy for a, for a show, but I mean, uh, the books, uh, comics, uh, TV uh, shows, man, you know, animated they, stuff. You could do anything in there. Well, look, I mean, uh, Thrawn is the only chiss we've seen outside of the books. So yeah. <laughs> there's all of that and all the stuff that's going on in the ascendancy and their enemies and the pirates that are, there's just so much stuff that they're about to be able to open up. And I think it's fantastic. So, but you know, I hope everybody, but yeah, uh, overall, overall, uh, really enjoyed the show. Yeah, I mean, I know you too. always say that I don't like nothing, but I actually, you know, I put it up there with uh, the first couple of seasons of the Mandalorian. Yes. I think it was yes. really good. And you saying that you liked it. And Terrence saying he liked it. I know, it, it, right? It's probably the greatest Star Wars ever. If you guys actually said you liked it, I don't know if I'd go yeah. that well, far. Well, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. But since it's, you it's two actually it liked it, it must be fantastic, and, and it really, yeah, is, it's, I it's think. good. Yeah, I think so. But man, that's a good, that's good. I, I, I love to talk about the Star Wars. You know that, so. <laughs> But hopefully, but, I mean, uh, we can go on all day. Yeah, so. hopefully you guys didn't listen to the episode and haven't seen it already. You did. That's not too small. <laughs> you were warned. That's but, on you. Yeah, you were warned. That is on you. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Until next time, is the old bald man, Chad, with Redneck Wes, who actually enjoyed Ahsoka. May the yeehaw be with you. Yes. Now go watch Rebels. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't offer it any further. God blood. He came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree. Through the tree, and out the other side, and into the dirt. Splinters fell all around, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot, and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided, and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving, and punching, god blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear. <laughs>